0: Hey everybody and welcome back to The Morning Moxie Show. I'm Alicia Sharp, your host. And today on the show we have Christine Kane and Craig Rochelle. And Craig is actually leading an interview with Christine and, she, and they're talking about her leadership roles and they're talking about just how do you become a really good leader. Because honestly as a Christian we are all called to be leaders in some way, shape, or form. We are called to lead others to Christ. We are called to be a standout in the crowd. We're called to live above. We're not called to live as the world lives. And so right in this clip of this interview, and we're going to have a couple of these clips this week, she's talking about, even though, you know, she's this world-class, world-renowned leader who's very, you know, outspoken all over the world, leading A21, which is a human trafficking organization and different things, and obviously an anti-human trafficking organization, and different things like propel like she she is very and she speaks all over the world she still has to constantly renew her mind she still has to do the things on a daily basis that keep her a game on because the devil comes to steal kill and destroy he always does and the thing is if we just allow ourselves to slide if we allow ourselves to to drift if we're not focused on continually moving forward we will move backward and the devil will gain a foothold. Here's Christine and Craig. I
1: I would love for you to talk about an area of what we might call leadership insecurity, something that you feel like I'm just not good at. And how do you... Grow through that, or do you delegate it? What do you do? What's a what's a big leadership insecurity that you face even today, and what do you do with that as a leader?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I have many. I'm thinking, okay, which one will I will I say? I, I think the biggest one for me is uh, literally not thinking that I've got what it takes uh, to do it. You know, Craig, I come from such a broken past. I was left in a hospital unnamed and unwanted when I was born. I uh, am a survivor of sexual abuse for over a decade when I was very, very young, very marginalised because of my ethnicity, growing up Greek in Australia. So I think a lot of that formed me and shaped me um, with this sense of, uh, you know, shame was something I had to really overcome in my life. And that that would be obvious with someone with my kind of background. And, you know, shame is a, is a deep thing that here I am all of these years later that I, I have to proactively choose to fight against that, that feeling of there's something fundamentally wrong with me. I am fundamentally flawed. I am fundamentally not going to be able to do this. Um, and that would be something... Uh, you know, thank God for my faith journey. And in, in my case, you know, I encountered a, a, a radical uh, relationship with Jesus Christ that has really helped me over the last three decades to be able to renew my mind. And um, But like everybody else, it's not that I'm just telling everyone else, you have to work on your mind and you have to work on your self-talk and your affirmations. I have to do it. I always say I am only ever one thought away from going back to how I used to think, so I have to, with a vigilance, um, choose every day to remind myself who I am in Christ, to remind myself that through His strength I can do all things, and that it really isn't about, uh, you know, my limitations, um, it's about who God is and what He can do in and through my life. So that is my driving force, and practically, um, I have to really limit the amount of negativity that comes into my mind. I'm I'm, uh, ruthless, I would say, Craig, of how much um, social media I personally consume. I am ruthless with what kind of uh, news comes into my mind, the kind of people I have in my close inner circle. So I have a very large outer circle. But in terms of my inner circle, and I, I am very very grateful that 25 years ago um, I married a man who believes in me more than I believe in me and no matter how many times I've wanted to maybe give up or step back um, that Nick has been the greatest encouragement of my life coming alongside me and certainly encouraging me to keep going. It, But the biggest battle for me, and I think someone I know wrote a very good book about um, the, ba- the battle that happens in our minds, I would say that still to this day is something that I daily, daily have to choose to mm-hmm. renew. I think even when we started A21, I remember going, but, I mean, it was in Greece, I'm going, but I live in Australia. But I don't have $10 million to start an anti-trafficking organisation. But this is Russian and Albanian mafia and they kill people. Um, But, you know, there is uh, no laws that protect the rights of victims in this region of the world. And there was all of these, but I can't, but I can't. And I would still have to fight that, that Mm -hmm. little music that plays in my ear, but you can't. You're not able, you're not good enough, you're not talented enough, you're not gifted enough, you're not resourced enough. I don't know that that tape recorder's ever gone away, but I've just learned how to mute that if I am on my A-game.
1: Yeah, that's so good, and and you flew by it, and I wanna make sure that those that don't know you well hear what you said, that you were born in a hospital, unnamed and unwanted, and you you left without a home. You suffered um, tragically, heartbreakingly, um, severe sexual abuse, you battled uh, racial tension, and and you you've overcome so much, and now even with all the global success you have, what you said is super powerful. You said, "Now I still choose daily yeah. to silence or mute those tapes and renew your mind." And so I think I, I hope this is an encouragement to someone who has a bunch of buts. I can't do this be, because of but 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 you know. And if if Christine's overcome it, and if she has to still work on it to this day. That's an encouragement and an admonition to all of us that we haven't arrived, we have to continue to renew our minds, um, but you can do more than you ever thought possible as a leader. I'm curious, Chris, speaking of like insecurities and weaknesses, here's a question I've never asked anybody before, but I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. When we have a weakness in leadership, sometimes we should develop it, and there are other times that we should delegate it. How do you recognize the difference in your leadership? If you have got a weakness, do I need to get better here, or should I empower someone else to do this? How do you um, differentiate those in your mind and leadership?
2: Yeah, and I and of course for me, I'm going to see some of this through a faith lens. And so, um, you know, in my case, I, I'm going to go to God and say, "Okay, is this something that you're working on me because I need to get stronger in this area, um, or is it just a leap? that I'm going to have and there's someone else that doesn't have that limp and they can run and they can do that and I think one thing um, both myself and my husband and I would say this is the one thing we've done right in our uh, 25 years of marriage and leadership together is that we are very good at staffing our weaknesses and not feeling like I have to be good at everything. If I exhaust myself on this earth just trying to get good at everything or to overcome every single weakness rather than understanding that I'm part of something much bigger than myself and I'm only a part of it, a strategic part, but only a part, then there are some things where I go, you know, it, it is okay. I just know that this is not a battle that I have to fight internally. This is something that I need to resource myself externally and be able to staff that area. Um, and it'll actually be better for the organization. It'll be better for the people around me. I am surround. Craig, you'd be stunned. The caliber of staff at A21 globally, I mean, their training. I mean, the PhDs that people have got, The you know the lawyers that we've got, the doctors that we've got, the social workers that we've got, Uh, the phenomenal leaders and country directors that we've got all of them in their own way, way exceed me in their area Mm. of specialty. And I think the biggest fight is that you're not insecure thinking you have to be better than everyone at everything. And so to me, it is such a relief. I actually find that it is very relieving for me and I can work on the things I need to work on. If I just allow people to flourish in the, in their own strengths. And Mm. I don't ever see that as a threat to me, you know, You can give me a corner office, you can give me a slick title, you can call me the right Reverend Dr. Christine. I either am or I'm not. And so the Mm -hmm. fact is, I don't have to fight with a title or an office or to have more accolades or degrees than anyone in my organization to feel like I am the leader of the organization. That was an interview with
0: Christine Kane and Craig Groeschel, and you can find it on YouTube if you look under Q&A with Christine Kane, Leading Through Insecurity. You can also find out more information about Christine at her website, christinekane.com and Craig at his website, which is craigrochelle.com. I hope that you have a fabulous day, that you continue every day to do the things that build you up in Christ, that give you encouragement, and that lead you closer to God. Have a great day, and remember to go live your 320 life today. God bless you.